Hey guys, it's Kiki. I am back for another solo session. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to On The Rocks with me and Ashley, or Ashley and I, however you guys say it. We are so grateful for you guys. We're so thankful. I have not been able to do my own solo session in a while because I had a lot going on in the month of May. Um, My grandma was in the hospital. Three of my cousins graduated. Actually, five of my cousins graduated. We actually went to one of the graduations here in Charleston. Um, One of my cousins got married. Like, May was just a lot going on. So I want to thank you guys for still holding us down. I want to thank my podcast partner, Ashley, for holding me down. She and Jamar got those soul sessions out. They talked about Game of Thrones, which a lot of y'all are very, you know, mad at the way it ended. Luckily, I never watched that shit. So I have nothing to be invested in. Um, But yeah, Ash held me down. She got her soul sessions out, even though she hates doing them. As she always says, she's contractually obligated to do them. But um, I'm back and hopefully I can get on a normal schedule with my soul sessions. But today's solo session. Okay, are you ready? I've been debating on talking about this topic um, because I don't want to be a self-proclaimed expert. I'm just going to give my experience. Dating. Yay. More importantly, dating in your 30s. Who's ready to talk about it? Who's ready to discuss it? Who's ready to listen to my crazy ass stories? You are. That's why you're listening. Alrighty, I'm going to take a quick break. going to get an intro worked in and um, we're going to talk about it. Okay, so I've been single for about a year and some change now, and I'm just going to talk about some things I have noticed while getting back out there into the dating world. Like, it's, it's, it's rough out there, y'all. It's rough out there, especially where I live. So Charleston um, is an interesting little southern city. Um, I looked it up, y'all. I did research. The ratio for men to women is 48 to 52. Yikes. Um, <laughs> no, I did not delve into married men, um, single men. I didn't delve into race. Just that 48 to 52, I'm just going to let y'all marinate on that. So for me, um, wanting to get back into the dating world was just, uh, just a lot of confusion, a lot of mess. You know, when you get out of a relationship, you're just like, oh, fuck love, fuck everybody. I just want to have fun. I want to do me. I was able to do that and have my fun. And then for a brief second, I was like, maybe I should f- try to find somebody to have a relationship with. And um, you know what? Not exactly the best idea. Um, just just getting out back out there in general. It, it's hard, man. <laughs> So let's talk about dating apps. Do women my age, I am 30 years old, still use dating apps? Like, is it even effective in this day and age? Like, I always hear the stories about the couple that met online or they met on Bumble and now they're married. Like, not only do I want to see the longevity, but starting out back into the dating world. Dating apps to me just are not what they used to be. Now, granted, before I was in a relationship probably two years before I was in my last relationship I was on tinder (laughs) this is before tinder got like really creepy like tinder used to be 
that girl. Like, I remember me and my three other friends at the time, we all were like, hey, we should all just join Tinder. And we all, for like a solid month to maybe three and a half months, had a solid Tinder bay or a Tinder boo. I actually met somebody off of Tinder and we started talking um, extremely very casual. We talked for probably about... I mean, it was on and off, but the length of time, I would say, was close to a maximum of a year. Um, But then again, like I said, Tinder, you know, that was the golden age of Tinder. Now, not so much. I have gone from downloading Bumble, Plenty of Fish. What else is there? There, um, uh, what's the main one? I, I can't even think of it. It's not Black People Meet, but... The mate, there's like a plenty of fish, bumble, eHarmony, like all of these dating apps. And if I don't get results within, I don't know, up to up to five to six days, I'm deleting the app. Like I had a bumble for probably a maximum of three days. And I was like, you know what? It's just like all these dating apps are designed the same and they do it regionally so based on your location you got to put your age limits in and it's just it never pans out for me especially here in the south like I my cue (laughs) my cue of matches are always like white men which is fine I am open to interracial dating I love all colors of the rainbow but it's like you damn near have to change like really tweak your profile to see at least one black person and then if you do see a black person they are not interested in dating other black people they are also interested in dating outside their race again nothing wrong with that is just throw me a bone here so let's say you do meet somebody on a dating app um you guys start talking you hit it off and then for me and my experience it's just something up until us meeting that red flag just goes off like I remember last year I think what was I on tinder it must have been bumble I was talking to a guy um and the conversation was very very decent and I was like okay we should meet up so he wanted he was very adamant about me meeting up before that because I have like a time period on dating apps I'm like we should at least be talking for this long until we meet up in in real life IRL so he was fine with that but he would always like low-key beg me like oh why don't you come over tonight oh why don't I come over and I'm like did you not hear my rules like you're just purposely not listening to me when I said no let's talk for like a week or two and then we can meet so um this is week two and we are about to meet, I would want to say like three days up to this point, three days from meeting. This nigga changes his profile picture. And y'all, when I tell you his profile, he changed his profile picture to what he currently looked like. His profile picture prior to that had to have been from 10 years ago. So I was like, not only did you lie about your appearance, you felt the need to change your profile picture as as our date got closer. So after that, I just, I unmatched for him, from him. He messaged me and I was just like, I didn't even feel like explaining myself. I didn't even feel like I owed him an explanation. I was just like, you really just tried to catfish me. You really tried to swerve me on your appearance. And you, you thought you were going to get away with it. So I just, you know, politely uh, blocked him. Uh, blocked all his messages and deleted the app like I was just like you know what 
I, I just do not have the time. Like, dating apps, like I said in the beginning, just they are not what they used to be. Okay, so now we're off of dating apps. Let's talk about meeting people in real life. Um, and that's usually the way how I meet men. Um, if you guys follow me on social media, you guys know I'm pretty social. I'm always, almost always out. Now, there'll be some times where I don't go out for like a week or a month. And that's a big deal for me. You know, I just need that time to settle in. But on a given Friday or Saturday night, one night out of the weekend, I will be out. Lately, Sunday has been the move. Y'all just don't know. You meet a lot of people on Sunday. Like, you get that brunch drunk crowd. <laughs> the perfect time to go out um, on Sunday, I would say, is slip in like right to that three to four window. And you're going to get the the first round of people who have survived brunch. But anyway, um, I like to go out. I used to live downtown with my best friend. So even though we don't live together, we still go out to the same places we used to go out to. And I am a sucker for a new bar. So you know, I'm usually almost always just sitting at a bar chilling, talking with friends. On the rare occasion, I'll be at a bar by myself. I'm getting to that age where I'm getting comfortable with going out by myself, like to a movie, out to dinner, just chilling at Starbucks by myself, working on something. That seems to be the move. And that seems to be when I meet people like in literally strangers will literally come up and start having a conversation with me. It's like men are allergic to leaving women who are sitting by themselves alone. Um, so yeah, going out and meeting people. But you have to be careful meeting a guy at a bar. Because chances are you both have been drinking. You're both inebriated. Beer goggles are a real thing, people. Okay, you may think that nigga is a 10. You get home. Y'all are exchanging pictures. And he's really a number two. Okay? It's... Ladies, I'm telling y'all, be careful. Be careful meeting men at bars. That's why I really just try to strike up a conversation with people who approach me. It's just like, okay, you're obviously bothering me for a reason. Like, where is this going to go? Are you trying to be nosy? Are you just trying to have a one night stand? Like, what is your intention? Do you actually want to hold a conversation with me? And um, for me, it's really not that hard to hold a conversation. It's Charleston. I'm usually the only black person in the bar at the time. <laughs> so uh, people will come up and be like, hey, what's your name? Why are you here by yourself? You know what I mean? Like conversation for me, that's why communication is very important for me to me because conversation is easy for me. It's just one of those things that after college and during college became easy for me so it's not hard for me to just sit there um and strike up a conversation with someone I've never met before what type of guys are here where I am um the men to women ratio here in Charleston South Carolina is 48 to 52 just marinate on that number for a bit okay 48 to 52 Wow. No, I did not delve in my research as to race or demographic, like married, unmarried. I don't have time for to do all of that. I'm just going to let y'all marinate on that 48 to 50 new number. So um, I'll be honest, a majority of the guys I do meet downtown or are white. <laughs> and you kind of have to you have to be very careful with that black women, especially dating in the South. On the odd chance, listen, we are in a crazy political climate, so you got to be careful with that. Number two, you have to be careful not to date these white men out here with fetishes who just want to get with a black girl just to mark it off their bucket list. Like, you just got to be careful 
when it comes to all of that with dating outside your race, period. Because, you know, a lot of people claim to be woke out here and they be really asleep, like sleeping beauty, bitch. So, um, yeah, white men, very preppy. I mean, everybody here who I meet downtown Charleston are not Charleston locals. So they're not from here. They're usually up from up north. You know, you get your New Yorkers, your people from Ohio, Y'all think I'm joking, but I'm really dead serious. Um, On the rare occasion that I do meet black men, um, they are locals. They are locals. Um, Gosh. And with that, you also have to be careful because Charleston is one of the oldest cities in the south so guess how we all as black people came over here okay (laughs) we came over on the slave ship um and then we got divided into plantations so i'm not saying we all related i'm just saying i have on more than one occasion been talking to an individual at a bar start talking about families and wouldn't you know we are like third or fourth cousins down the line now luckily it has never gone (laughs) further than just talking at the bar but bitch i could tell y'all a lot of people in the south listen we just all be related y'all okay like especially with me my surname derives from a major plantation down here yes plantation yep so my name is very common down here so with that being a common name neighboring plantations like I always say everybody in Charleston, we're all practically family if we black at this point. Like it, it's very hard not to be related. Um, what other type of men do I meet? I mean, it's really just black, white. There are Latino men down here. A lot of them don't really frequent the downtown area like that. So, I mean, it, it's slim pickings out here. It's very, very slim pickings. But I, you know, variety is the spice of life. Get out there and um, you know. Go for something that's not as normal, I would say, with my dating experience. Um, If my friends were to ask you, (laughs) if my friends were to ask me my type, my answers and their answers would probably differ. What is my type? Um, Honestly, you guys, when it's all said and done, I'm going to use that tired ass phrase. At the end of the day, um, my type is someone who has stability who is confident in themselves like you basically have to have something going on for yourself like I cannot be your entire world I need a nigga that's going to be motivated by himself okay I need a nigga with a job I need a nigga with goals in life because we cannot be complacent okay I need someone you may not have to know exactly where you're going but you have to have an idea some type of roadmap just just know what you want in life and how you may be able to achieve it. Now, that can change on the whim of a hat. We have all made life decisions or career choices where we're like, okay, this is what I want to do. And then something traumatic or you just have a change of heart and that changes. That's absolutely fine. I just need somebody who has a general idea of what they want to do. Okay. And I also need somebody at this point in my life, honesty. Okay. I do not have time for niggas who lie. And one of my biggest pet peeves are niggas who lie about stupid shit. (sighs) Quickest way to piss me off, y'all. And I'm a Sagittarius. I don't really, like, you will get loyalty and honesty from a Sagittarius. Just, niggas just be lying about the dumbest shit. Like, 
Now, I, I could tell y'all a whole bunch of stories about the lies I have caught some niggas in. But, you know, we would be here all goddamn day. I will say one night about about a month ago, I was out with one of my homegirls. We were at my favorite um, margarita place. And this black guy walked in and he kind of looked at us and he just walked past us. And I was like, okay, he's, you know, circling in, swarming in. So about five minutes after eyeballing us, he just comes over and he's like, hey, do you guys mind if I sit down with you? And y'all know me being fucking friendly as fuck. I'm like, yeah, come on, sit down. And my homegirl's like, okay. So she's giving him the side eye. And he's like, um, I just want y'all to know that I think you're both very beautiful. Um, um I want to buy y'all drinks. I want to buy y'all shots. And I'm just like, okay. And he's like, so basically here's what it is. I have four kids. Um, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. I want to apply to be a side nigga for either one of you. And I was just like, oh. Okay, he was like, um, I really don't ask much. We can go out to dinner. <laughs> we can hang, we can smoke, we can chill. Um, I'm just looking for somebody to sit on my face and that's all the commitment I want. Nigga. Like so of course my girlfriend was she was appalled, she was shocked, she was disgusted. Meanwhile, I'm just like, Wow, I I, I appreciate your honesty. because how many times will a man just walk up to you and tell you exactly what he wants what he's looking for that will never happen ladies and gentlemen so I appreciated his honesty but then we got into a whole conversation about him being 24 with four kids like sir do you not believe in condoms like what's really going on sir like I mean you're 24 with four kids I don't, I, I'm not, the math just isn't quite adding up. Four kids, and I believe he said three different baby mamas. So when we pressed him on that, he was also like, oh, well, they trapped me, you know. And I'm just like, sir, you clearly, how are these girls trapping you with four kids? And then um, my homegirl was like, well, you obviously can't take any of us out because your money got to go to your kids. <laughs> Which was true. Like, f- four kids? You're 24 with three different women like what in aside from the four kids sir like do you not believe in birth control like i i straight up remember telling him i'm like listen this bill just got passed in georgia for 2020 you know abortions they're trying to outlaw you know defraud really abortions and birth control like we cannot be messing around with you you sound very fertile like no sir like Thank you for your honesty. He was actually very friendly, you guys. Like, he wasn't cocky or overconfident. He was just like, listen, this is what it is. This is what I'm looking for. You're both beautiful. Who's down? Is this going to be a sharing situation? You know, will you get me Monday through Wednesday? And then, the, y'all, it was a whole, it was an event. With that being said, I appreciate honesty. Like, just do not lie about stupid shit. And that is just something that... It, it just is it's one of my triggers y'all it's just one thing that's a non-negotiable for me like what's a non-negotiable for you guys like as far as dating wise can you deal with the half truths or the you know lack of honesty or is it like the person has kids or this person just got out of a relationship like what is it about people our age it's just like we always come with all this extra baggage like we can never I can never meet someone who's just chill like they'll be chill we'll start talking for 
I don't know, maybe a week or two. And then that's when the baggage starts to come in. The next thing I want to talk about is social media. Um, and now I've already talked about dating apps and stuff. I mean, social media as it pertains to getting to know someone, because I'm just not learning that people in their 20s, they don't really exchange numbers. They exchange social media tags like, oh, what's your Instagram? Oh, what's your Snapchat? I just it's <laughs> I don't even have Snapchat anymore. So I don't I don't really know. Would you want to have someone's social media tag the moment you start talking to them? My answer is no, I don't want to, I don't need to see that. I'm seeing you live and in color. I'm seeing you face to face. I don't need your Snapchat code. I don't need your Instagram page. Like, of course I'm a lurk on there after I initially meet you after I get that number, but I don't, I don't really, I don't know. Instagram to me just is not that important. Um, now Facebook, although it is the old people network, the book of face has become where everybody's business is like you want to track somebody down, find their Facebook page. And being in my 30s, I'm just I'm I'm learning. How do I say this? I'm learning to pull away from depending on social media so much. So to start talking to someone and start dating into I think that's a bad idea to just be all up in their news feeds and all up on their Snapchat and all up in their Twitter like I don't need to know what you think I don't need to know your opinions on anything that's why we are meeting in person and that is why we are talking so yeah just social media to me is just a big no-no like I just think it's not a waste of time but it's, it's you're not getting the truth because we kind of distort fact on social media don't we there's an image we want to present especially on instagram where um image is key like do you do you really want some person you just started talking to going combing all through your instagram page where you know you may have thrown a filter on your skin or you may have covered up those blemishes or your face is face tuned or photoshopped waist it's just like i don't know it's a lot of capping going on on instagram so social media to me just just throw the shit away. Just that's okay. We'll, we'll talk in person. So actual the act of dating going out on dates. Um, that is something I have opened myself up to a lot this past year. I've gone on. Mm, I wouldn't say a lot of dates. I've gone on plenty of dates. I feel like and even when I go on the dates, I feel like that just even though it is meant to strengthen the bond between me and the person that really just makes me lose interest in the person like you go on one date and that's fine and I usually try to you know it's Charleston I'm, I'm gonna have you take me to a really nice restaurant okay I promise you I won't be on my phone I'm not gonna be on my Instagram we're gonna go to a nice restaurant and we're gonna have a good conversation it's just after you have that initial first date like how many times can you go to the Ruby Tuesday okay <laughs> not exactly the ruby tuesday but y'all get what i'm saying like i'm not that creative enough to come up with fun date ideas especially for someone i'm just now getting to know so for me my perfect date would be like i don't know going to a bar having a cocktail going out to dinner afterwards and then probably going back to another bar for a nightcap i just i don't know dates just we we stress the importance of no more Netflix and chill as women because men just they just feel like that is the obligatory obligatory go to method like oh you can come over we can watch Netflix or who or nigga I don't wanna no first of all we're both my feet are staying on the floor 
okay, or they're staying planted on the solid ground. We're not going to be in a reclining position or any sort. Like, niggas just these days, they just, they just want the milk for free from the cow. Do y'all, are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Ladies, I don't care if y'all do go to a bar and that's, that's your steez for the date. Just get outside of the house. I see so many young women, um, and it's fine if you are with somebody and that's casual and y'all just meet up, hook up, and that's it. But demand more dates, damn it. I mean, it's, it's hot girl shit summer, so we're going to be out here. Demand a brunch date. Um, if it's Saturday and that person don't got no job or, you know, he's not with his baby mama this weekend, be like, hey, let's go out to brunch. Let's go out to brunch on Saturday or Sunday. Just dating to me, going on the actual date is where I I just I mentally clock out. Like I said, I am present throughout the duration of the first date, but it's just like after date three, it's just like, okay, so what are we going to do now? Because I don't like anything that's too physical. Like, no, I don't want to go play mini golf. Um, no, I don't want to go bowling. Like, that's just, that's coupley shit to me. And that's kind of like, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's just never been my thing. Like, give me a seat at the bar any day for a date and I'll be a happy camper. No lie. So as I'm entering back into the dating world, one thing that has not changed is intuition and red flags. <laughs> like I'm trying to be laid back. I'm trying to be cool about things, but there are just some apparent red flags that are just out there. And ladies, if you're out here and you're listening in your 30s, not only do I say pay attention to that inner voice, but please take note of the red flags. Because when I tell y'all... <sighs> You guys, just the scrubs that are out here, okay? The liars that are out here. Real quick, true story. Um, recently, I went to a wedding. Um, not going to go too deep into it, but I met an older gentleman. He uh, took my phone, put his number in it. We were talking um, during throughout the reception. And he's like, oh, well, you know what? I, I, I need your number. Like, I just, I need to know more about you. So gave him my number. Um, He was pressing my line very hard. Come to find out, like, about two and a half day later, days later, this nigga was married with, I want to say, three kids. Okay? Did I mention this nigga pressed my line, like, called me, texted me, wanted to know how I was doing? Now, very, very luckily, None of our conversation um, ever went to that level of being inappropriate or sexual in any way. Actually, our conversation was just like very PG, like, oh, what are your interests? What do you like to do? <sighs> Y'all, this nigga, sir, what do you like to do? Do you do you drop your kids off at the daycare pool, like the carpooling? Do you have a minivan? Like in that and I'm just glad it got to that level where I just ceased communication. Once I found out that information, I didn't even text him. I didn't even blow up his phone. I didn't even try to, you know, get him to cash at me a little something for some, you know, blackmail. I just left it where it was. I just put him on do not disturb. And don't you guys know that he hit me up for a solid week after that? Still not knowing that I knew he was married with kids just like still hitting up my line calling me asking me how my day was just basically having a one-sided conversation with himself and I was like you know what the first red flag for me should have been that he was older and at a wedding alone I'm just gonna say it 
okay what man do you know goes to a family wedding by himself no date no nobody and i mean like mid 40s see i was trying to be all comfortable i was trying to be lax and go outside of what i normally would date or talk to exchange numbers with and i ended up getting burned in the end um that actually happened again a month ago this nigga wasn't married it, <laughs> let's just say i ran it i met a gentleman happened to be wearing a do-rag okay that was the first red flag anybody who wears their do-rag in public that's the same that's the equivalent of a bonnet in public like you can be on your porch you can be on your stoop wearing your do-rag but if you come out into the public with your do-rag on anyway so that should have been red flag number one red flag number two is he just approached me and he's like i just want you to know you're beautiful and i i've been watching you for the past five minutes nigga you've been okay okay you've been watching me um but he was like anyway um i really want to take you out and i want to get to know you and i was like okay so he was like oh give me your number and i was like absolutely not um and that's something that i guys i do not if i give somebody my number that means it's about to go down okay i don't i don't just give anybody my number so i was like no let me get your number so i had him write his number down for me um and i think i waited probably three days to text him so i texted him as usual the conversation was okay it was decent it wasn't dry a red flag i should have picked up on was grammar and spelling okay as a journalism major it eats me up when niggas do not know how to spell or you know use words correctly like it's 2019 i shouldn't be asking for too much okay and i get it we predictive text and you know we text differently than we talk but even then so okay so we got the do-rag red flag number one the spelling red flag number two red flag number three should have been when this nigga started calling me at 9 a.m in the morning to have full conversations sir and y'all i am somebody who loves to talk on the phone i will talk on the phone all day i think that is very intimate to talk to somebody on the phone so the fact that i just met him and he was like blow y'all blowing up my line back to back he wouldn't just call me and then like two hours later call back this nigga was calling me he would then text if i did not pick up the phone and then he would call me again so he i met him what like a tuesday finally texted him like a friday this is saturday morning the morning of my cousin's graduation her college graduation and he had been blowing up my phone like at least four times before 12 p.m so i was just like you know what let me just go ahead and nip this in the bud called him and he was like oh well, what what are you doing can i um can i see you and i'm like no um i have a really big family event today my grandma's in the hospital my cousin is graduating today and i'm just running errands and he was like oh why don't you come pick me up and i can run those errands for you now that was red flag number three what do you mean pick you up do you not have a car which is cool that's not a major thing as it should be for me um but what do, what do you mean pick you up and run errands nigga i don't need you to run errands with me now unless you're taking me out to lunch dinner or breakfast yeah you can come run errands but sir we've barely texted this is our first major phone call you want me to pick you up so you can run errands with me of course i swerved out of that and um he was just y'all first conversation with this guy he's already saying like i just i don't know what it is you've done to me like i'm really i think i'm really falling in love with you and y'all i'm just looking <laughs> because i have bluetooth connected to my um car my phone speakers are connected to my 
car. I am looking at my radio speaker like, did this nigga just really say he's in love with me? We haven't had more than a paragraph conversation in person. We are talking on the phone for the first time. We barely text. Did you just say you're falling in love with me? So immediately I was like, okay, this nigga is not working with a full deck. Okay, so that would be red flag number four. Are y'all catching up? Do, do we need to recap what all the red flags were? The do-rag in public, the horrible spelling, the blowing up my phone, and the wanting to run errands with me. Now we are at red flag number five. You're saying you're in love with me, sir? And then I will tell y'all what happened next. Um, He then continued to say that I had a good vibe and that I reminded him of his baby mama. I didn't stutter. He said I reminded him of the mother of his children, y'all. Very shortly after he said that, I just was like, you know what? I got to go. I, I got to go get dressed for this graduation. He's like, all right, um, you know, call me back. And I'm like, okay. Y'all, I did not call this nigga back. Like, the whole graduation was a whole day event. Sunday, he is blowing up my phone very hard. Like, Sunday is really, if I do not go to church, if I don't go up and get get up and go to church, Sunday is where I sleep in. Like, I may go out on a Sunday, but if I'm leaving my bed, it's definitely after 3 p.m. Like I said, Sundays are the new Friday nights for me. This nigga blew up my phone, then texted me like, what is going on? Why aren't you answering your phone? What's going on with you? What, What is the problem? And y'all, I woke up, wiped the sleep out of my eye, and I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and nip this. So I, I, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I straight up told a lie. I was like, listen, um, I ran into my ex. We talked things out, and we're going we're gonna to get back together, and I don't want to string you along. This recently happened, and I think you're a good guy, but... It it may be time for me to just, you know, cut our losses and let's just move on. So he was like, so you really just going to throw a good man away? How you know your ex hasn't been doing stuff behind your back? And I was like, damn, you already talking shit about my imaginary ex-boyfriend who I'm already considering getting back together with. First of all, don't make me defend Casper the ghost. I was just like, you know what? We we've both talked about it and I can... I, I'm I'm sure he's been faithful. I must have sounded like the biggest bird on the planet, like the biggest Keisha Cole, the biggest K Michelle, the biggest Tamar Braxton, like the biggest bird, the biggest Drea on the planet. And this nigga just would not give up. He was just like, Well, I think that's a bad idea and you know, you got a good nigga over here. Like, sir, how do I even know you're a good nigga? We literally just met four days ago. Like <sighs> y'all it it was it was stressful but I kept it cute I did not go back and forth with him I just I I sold him the line of I think you're a really good guy and I respect you so you know I wish you the best of luck and that best of luck is like the southern equivalent of bless your heart like okay fuck off and leave me alone and he did just that um he was like all right good luck with everything he wasn't mad he also said that he respected me um And then about, so that was like a month ago. Last week he called me and I did not pick up the phone. So I say all that to say, ladies, (laughs) there are some nuts out there. There are some crazy people out there. Um, And pay attention to those red flags. And then there are generally people who just want to hook up and have a good time. And that is fine. I feel like as women, we don't do enough of that because when women hook up with men, 
especially more than one that is considered hoeing and she's a hoe and she's got body and this whole narrative of body counts which I think is absolutely stupid um yet men can do that men can hook up with women while they are in whole ass relationships while they are fucking married and they're not considered hoes they're just considered you know plain and simple cheaters but if as women when we are free and single and dating and we're seeing more than one man at a time it is considered hoeing like you know i I, embrace your whole activities embrace the whole lifestyle like Issa Rae said season two of insecure hoe for it just hoe for it completely now i don't mean sleep with every tom dick and harry but i mean if that's your prerogative that's your business just own it and live your life i mean to me that is what dating is i feel like we've distorted the meaning of dating versus being in a relationship where whereas dating is you know you're at the buffet and you're sampling you know the desserts the entrees the side salad you know have a little bit of this have a little bit of that you're not tied down relationship wise is when you're just with the one person and you shouldn't be sampling anything other than your main entree aka your relationship I just I see women out there I see you girls out there who are holding your head up high and who are trying this dating thing it's just the fish in the pond what is that saying like there's so many fish in the sea well the fish in the sea are fucking tainted they're either married they got 17 baby mamas (laughs) they're lying they got 14 girlfriends at a time they are just grimy disgusting just men are just really disgusting so to put myself back out here into this world it takes a lot and it's not always easy like right now at this moment i am on chill mode okay my roster (laughs) consists of mm, let's say three people so feelings don't get hurt and i'm just chilling like i'm really at this point where i really want to just focus on myself where going out my intention is not to meet anybody that is just the way it happens I'm, i'm on chill mode i'm on chill mode because i always say you have to be ready to receive love um to give love so and self-awareness is key with me i'm all about self-awareness and knowing yourself and loving loving yourself first so i'm on chill mode y'all right now like just this past year has been crazy like i have a million crazy stories that i could really go in and tell y'all but like i said we'd be here all day some of y'all may judge me some of y'all may not i mean hit my line if you want to know some crazy stories because i have them and they're all 100 percent true but um i'm just in chill mode right now but what is so funny and the irony is when i am in chill mode and i am not actively looking for a relationship or anybody to date that is when men seem to just fall into my lap and what makes it so funny is it's quality people it's just the timing is wrong like i could be for a month like you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna chill i'm gonna focus on me i don't want to date that is when you know old niggas off your roster will hit your lineup you know people you've remained cool with that you wouldn't haven't necessarily burnt bridges with that is when they will hit your line honey it's it's just like you retiring your jersey <laughs> and niggas want to come out of retirement and just fuck up your life but no y'all i'm just i'm just really chill um just seeing where things go for right now i am definitely not looking to be in a relationship right now i just think 
And it isn't that my last relationship scarred me. It's just, that's just not my move. That is just not my vibe right now. But I applaud the people who are monogamous. I applaud the women who are, you know, going out on a limb, who are trying different things that may not have been the norm for them or where they thought they would be at their life. And they're going out on a branch and they're dating. You know, they may got three different niggas on the roster and they may have a main nigga. Like, good for you. Let's, let's, let's take this dating thing and make it our own and change what the rules are because the rules are very gender biased like i discussed earlier like men can do whatever the fuck they want but as women and especially as black women i feel like it's damned if we do damned if we don't like everything we do is looked down upon when it comes to dating there are all these expectations that men want but they're not willing to put in the work to receive the great benefits that come with you know being with a great woman So I say all of that to say to any of my (laughs) sisters, any of my fellow women who are in their 30s or entering their 30s and, you know, you're seeing everyone around you get married or in these long term relationships. My mom always used to say what's for you is for you and what's for other people is for other people. Don't I don't want to say don't get fooled into thinking that everything is perfect with these other couples that you see just you know, watch from a distance and learn and take from it what you will. Like, not everybody is perfect. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. The outward appearance is always going to be different from what's really going on on the inside. Um, just keep your, hel- your head held up high, women. I mean, he's out there and don't settle. That is one of the main things I walked out of my relationship saying that, I would never settle again or I wouldn't compromise. I used to compromise on a lot of things in my last relationship. And my thought process was, well, if I compromise on this, it'll make me a stronger or a better person for my relationship. When in reality, I was just settling on things or going back on things that I said I would never do. And as women, we put those rules intact for a reason because we probably witnessed it not work out in our parents' marriages or in our personal relationship with friends or with our friends own relationships with their boyfriends or their significant others don't fold and don't go back on what you have your mind set up to be especially if you're in your 30s I feel like we kind of know what we want and to go back and to settle you're just taking five steps backwards in my opinion like stick forward make a list make a list of what you want in an ideal partner that's what I have done um so when I am ready to put myself back out on the market for a relationship I can know where to start and where to you know set a foundation I'm all about the foundation y'all I'm all about planting seeds and I'm also about being patient like it's 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 a process this (laughs) this whole dating thing is a process and it requires a lot of patience and you know what it's summertime it's hot it's 90 degrees every day my patience is wearing thin but you know, everything happens for a reason. That's what I believe in. And everything always happens in due time. And I also feel like things just don't fall into your lap without you having to put some hard work into it. So if you are going out there and you're dating and you're afraid, um, don't be afraid. Just, you know, put a little effort into it. Be serious about it. Don't declare that you're going to date and then you're sitting at home every Friday night. Or don't say, you know what, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to date and you're not really on any dating apps that would seem to be tailored to you like 
the one thing I can say about even though the dating apps haven't worked out for me, there are probably 50 million dating apps out there for a specific type. So even if, let's say, like Christian Mingle, y'all, those little Christian Mingle commercials be killing me. Even if you are looking for someone who has a deep relationship with God, there's an app for that, bitch. Like there's an app for everything nowadays. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Um and be honest about what you want like I said don't settle don't waffle don't flake honesty is the best policy for yourself and for the people you are dating okay that's all I have to talk about in this solo session um I'm gonna have a part two to the dating one um it's gonna be dating in your 20s I'm gonna have a special guest join me for that one um and if I get any positive feedback I can do other dating solo sessions like maybe I want to hear some of my crazy stories or maybe you guys want to write in or ask me questions and have me give my opinion or maybe you are you know just getting out of that relationship and you are a little unsure on how to get back out there you guys know where to hit me up it's k-d-a-s-h-d-i-o-r you can dm me on twitter you can dm me on instagram you can also hit up the otr um instagram page and you can dm ashley or i on there like for real let's get a conversation started um if we happen to be in the same boat okay i want to help y'all i want y'all to help me when you know whenever i become serious about these niggas which will be um 2020 no i'm just kidding y'all i'm never gonna i'm never gonna take these niggas seriously (laughs) i'm just playing but for real y'all if any of you guys are out there and you can be a man or a woman and if you have just general dating questions or you want advice like i said i am not a relationship guru i am not a dating guru i am just a soundboard i am here to listen i am here to vent i'm here to listen to you vent just ask me okay we are like family we've been in this podcast game for like a year just hit me up on instagram or hit me up in twitter on my dms and just simply ask okay thank you guys so much for listening um i will see you for part two of this solo session bye